If you have ever struggled with your little one's unruly hair, listen up. Lane & Co. Kids Hair Care will make your life so much easier. Developed by a mom, Lane & Co. Kids Hair Products are 100% plant-based, vegan, hypoallergenic, chemical-free, and dermatologist-tested. Their first product, a baby toddler hair paste, which is what we use on River, will tame cowlicks, static, frizzy, or flyaway hair. Plus, the medium hold is neither stiff nor greasy, so baby's hair is soft and adorable. You can use it on boys or girls ages zero and up. The second product, a kid's conditioning detangler, is a miracle worker. Now you can tackle those tangles fast and eliminate knots with this lightweight spray. It's infused with rice protein, avocado, and coconut oil, so this gentle conditioning detangler will leave strains feeling soft, smooth, and moisturized. Best part of it all is designed specifically for all hair types. That's why Lane Co. at their core is committed to only using ingredients that are safe to use on your baby each and every day. Use code SPILLMAMA10, that's S-P-I-L-L-M-A-M-A-10, at their website, laneandcoshop.com, for 10% off your first order. Hey y'all, you're listening to Spill Mama, a space where we talk about the highs and lows of motherhood and everything in between. Whether you're in the car, cleaning the house, or catching up with us at work, we hope you feel like you're hanging out with two friends over a cup of coffee. Let's get messy. Hello. Hello, hello. We are back. It feels good to be in the swing of things. It feels so good. This is episode two, so we're like getting back into it. Yes. So this episode is going to be all things postpartum. Yes. Which definitely feels um, fresh in my mind. I know. That's why I was like, we need to do that early in the season yeah. so that you don't forget the things. I've already forgotten some yeah. stuff, so she's going to refresh yes. my memory. It's, and I even still feel like I've already forgotten a lot. But yeah. um, And how old, how old is Rhodes? Rhodes will be four months four in like months. a week. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And I thought he was like around three. So we're still, I mean, it's, I guess you'd still like, I didn't really look it up. Like what is either. considered postpartum? Like how many weeks? I mean, honestly, I felt like... I'm gonna Google I it. feel like a, just even a year. I like for yeah. Me, I'm like I feel like a year is still. Well, I feel like everybody I talk to who's had a biological baby is like I didn't feel like myself until a year. Yeah, I, it really is so true. Like, and I didn't realize that until yeah. very recently. Let's see how many weeks is considered as part of. I want to say like technically it's probably six. I was gonna say three months, like twelve. Months, oh yeah, maybe. I don't know though. No, maybe that's just because that's considered the newborn is to three months. Six to eight weeks. It's just, oh, really? The first six weeks, yeah. Is that considered postpartum? Mm-hmm. Dang. Isn't that crazy? That's wild. But you know what? But you would call, but a lot of people call it the fourth trimester, which right. I would count the first like 12 weeks. Well, that's so interesting. And I wonder if that's like a United States thing. Is that's considered postpartum? Because I feel like in other countries, they would consider like six months postpartum. Yes, totally. The first like six years. <laughs> yes. The whole first six years right. of their life. Until your child's 18 is postpartum. <laughs> so, um, so I had a baby in May um, and... Carly has gone through postpartum twice. Yes. So, so Faye just turned a year old in March. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, yeah, I'm like 17 months yeah. out of it. Postpartum with Faye. Which is not uh, that much. <laughs> no, you know? it's really not. Like, yeah. it's really not. When you think about it. Yeah. So um, so we're going to talk about our experience a little bit. And then we had some questions we asked Instagram followers. And we'll answer those questions, too. Because um, I think it'll 
It is. It's kind of hard to like trigger your memory. Yeah, and, like, I feel like these are going to trigger my memory. And then yeah, I'll have, yeah. Like more to remember, you know. Okay, so um, I promise I'm not going to reference this like every episode, <laughs> but it's just but it's relevant hard... right now. Yes. But so I, and especially relevant postpartum. So I had a massive hemorrhage postpartum, like on mom and baby floor. Um, if you want to hear all the graphic dirty details, it's in Rhodes' birth story, which mm-hmm. is uh, the last episode of season four. four. Yeah. Um, so my postpartum was, you know, a traumatic delivery and it was, and I also like had a rough end of pregnancy. Like I was on a lot of blood pressure medication. Mm-hmm. So I had to like wean off of that. Like it was a lot of, it was a lot different than just like a, your body went through a lot. Yeah. My body was on the struggle bus. So, um, I would say it was not your typical yeah. postpartum experience yeah. um so i lost a lot of blood i calculated i think it was like 30 to 40 percent of my blood volume oh my goodness yeah because I, 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 I went back and read the notes on how much i lost and then i like did some googling so you know it could be off but it was a lot well and i will say because i needed like, two blood transfusions yeah and i mean this in the nicest way but like your coloring was off oh i looked for a horrendous long time yeah and i remember when i saw you for the first time, you were like, my coloring looks better than it did. Oh, yeah. Oh, like yeah. When, and I saw you pretty soon after, but you were like, "It's this is an improvement. This is better. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I looked like a vampire. I yeah. looked – I actually – I think I warned you before you came over, and I warned a couple of yeah. people who came over the first couple of weeks because I was like, I look really sickly. And Well, you just – it was just different. And yeah. also, it, you could tell, like, how weak you felt. Oh, like, my gosh. you just really did not feel yourself. Yes. So I um, – I had a massive hemorrhage. I had two blood transfusions. And I also had this fun little tool called the Jada shoved up inside of me to Ugh. manually remove clots. So I had like crazy internal bruising, I think. Yeah. Um, and I don't know if the epidural was like this for you, but for me, it really killed my back for weeks. Okay, now that you're saying this, it did not with River, but with Faye, it did. Like, it's almost enough for me to be like, I don't want one next time because it hurt me so bad for well, so long. now, like, I'm remembering this now. He had a hard time getting the epidural to thread with mm-hmm. Faye, so he was, like, jamming it into my back. Yeah. And I was in pain for, like, several See, weeks mine after. just went in smooth, and I was, like, I remember still had when pain. my mom, my mom was like, I was, it was like this for all of my babies. Really? Like, I just had, it was so stiff and, yeah. like. It hurt. Like, I could not stand up straight for so long. So I – my back was really hurting, and I was, like, they, I was anemic when I left. Like, my hemoglobin – it was high enough for me to be released, but it was yeah. still really low. Yeah. Um. So I was anemic coming home, and I, like, could not do anything. Yeah. <laughs> like, I really – I just – I would walk from, like, the couch to, like, our bedroom, and I just would cry. Like, I just – just tired, yeah. I had no energy, and I, like – I had – nothing to give and it was so it was we didn't try breastfeeding um in the hospital because I was like physically too weak and they didn't like okay me to do it right um because I like could barely sit up so my milk was like I wasn't even collecting like colostrum until I think day like three or four um and I did poop before I left the hospital that's a big deal which I really wanted to do because I was really nervous about it and it's one of those things of like when people tell Wait, you about how did it. You, yeah, we haven't talked about it. How was it for you? It wasn't bad because yeah. I was on stool softeners and yeah. I just like it, it really wasn't bad. I wasn't eating a lot at that point. Yeah. And no, I don't remember mine being bad. I remember like I had a first degree tear with River, but I did not tear with Faye. So it didn't hurt. Like I, I had a second degree tear, but it just was like, okay, I guess I need to rewind. Like I, I'm jumping straight to 
coming home. Like, in the hospital, well, I didn't walk for a long time because I had the epidural. And then I had to have the Jada inside of me, like, pulling out clots for another, like, 18 hours total, I think. And I had – I had a um, catheter while they did that so I was in the bed for a really long time your legs probably like forgot like how to I had a hard time walking in the hospital like I didn't hold roads a lot those first couple days because I just didn't feel steady yeah but I remember going to the bathroom the first time and like uh, just looking down and like the swelling which again it's it's so hard for me to compare because I don't know what of, like, my experience was from the traumatic right. birth and what wasn't. Or if, yeah, or if that was, like, normal. Because, yeah. Because the swelling was, like, so insane that I couldn't see yeah. my vagina. Yeah. And, like, I had a Brazilian wax. Like, let, nothing was in the way. Like, my swelling. But I was, like, I – my doctor was elbow deep in me. Right. So it was just, like – So I'm, like, I don't know what was swelling that was, like, normal, quote, unquote, yeah, and what was I you are swollen down there yeah. for sure. But I think yours was probably, like, so much internal trauma yeah. swelling that it was, like, coming outside. Yeah, too, it had, you know? like, nowhere to go. I mean, yeah. I wore those ice packs for so long. Yeah. And at the same time, too, like, you were in the hospital for so long. Yes. You were in labor for so long that yeah. you were getting IV fluids for so long. Yeah. That is a big difference, too. Like, that yeah, is yeah, you're pumping true. fluids and you, like, that's true. your hands and feet, were they swollen? They weren't, actually. Oh, really? Which I was surprised about, too, because I had high blood pressure. Yeah. Um. So I just remember going to the bathroom the first time. I mean, the first time you get up and pee. Oh, my gosh. It's such a weird feeling. It's such a weird feeling. And that Perry bottle, like, I remember you hear about it before. And the just the concept of it, like, you're like, wait. You don't like, understand. Yeah, you're like, you're spraying water on your, like, that's You sounds, don't understand why. Yes, you're you like, can't that wipe. sounds horrible. And then yes. the second that you do it, you're like, oh, my God. Feels amazing. This Perry bottle, <laughs> put it in my casket with me. Like, I love it. <laughs> do you want to know this is so off topic, but that is – Faye's favorite thing to play with. <laughs> it's been cleaned. I Wait, promise. Wait, the Freedom Mom one? The Freedom one. The Freedom Mom one? Y'all. She loves Because it's, cur- it's got it's the curve. leagues yes, ahead of, so- of the well, hospital the, the one. The one the hospital has doesn't have a. It's a squirt bottle. It's a squirt bottle. Yeah. So you really have to like get underneath there. Yeah. This one, you can just hold it like yeah. outside of your body. It's yeah. got like a long little like, like flange thing. Yeah. yeah. And it's curved. And it's amazing. Squirt- so anyways, Faye plays yeah. it There's so many things about that experience. Like I remember people being like, oh, I make these like popsicle pads. Yeah, and I put yeah, them in yeah. the freezer. And yeah. like. When people are like, oh, I wear, like, ice packs in my pants. And yeah. I, like, before you experience it, you're like, why the hell? Did you do the ice packs from the hospital? Or Oh, yeah. Yeah, okay. Oh, yeah. But I was like, why the hell would you do that? Yeah. Like, actually putting an ice pack on your vagina. Like, if I were to do that right now, yes. of course that would be horrible. Yeah. But you are just so thankful because it just numbs it. Well, also, like, now that you're saying this, I do remember, like, not understanding why I would be so swollen down right. there. But then when you actually think about, like, a bowling ball coming, coming out, out of your vagina, vagina like, yeah, yeah it's going to be swollen. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a mass trauma. Yeah, it like, is. Your body is trying to heal. And that is that is so funny that you said that about, like, the spray bottle because you can't understand, like, oh, I can't wipe down there yeah. because – well, you just also, do a little pat, pat, pat. Yeah, you just literally spray a little pat. Spray a little pat. <laughs> you don't wipe Which I anything. didn't even pat for like a while. No. just like drip dry and just like yeah, shake. Yeah, you don't wipe <laughs> no. like for a while. Long time. I remember the first time I wiped, I was like, oh, was that, should I have done that? Was that bad? <laughs> yeah, you're scared of like, yeah. you're just scared of what could happen Because you there. just don't know until like, it's just that, and that is just the theme I think of postpartum is like, yeah. you just, you don't know what you don't know. You don't know. And... 
so like the first couple of times you in the bathroom and I remember being like, oh, the mesh underwear, like, yeah. and when I would see like people would like take pictures and like post, like post them, which I was like, do your thing, go off queen. Yeah. But I have so many pictures of me in that mesh underwear. Cause I was like, this is so weird looking like, this look is- at my body. This is crazy. <laughs> and this is triggering me too about my postpartum. I just like didn't, it like never dawned on me that like my stomach would still be like my uterus would still look very yeah, I pregnant. Yeah, I don't think about that. Yeah, yeah, and I think that was like even David. I remember yeah. he was like, "You still look pregnant." I'm like, "But well, it's like yeah. a, it's like it looks, it's smaller. Yeah, it's, it's way smaller. It's very strange looking. Yeah, like it's obviously significantly and it feels smaller. so weird because it was like so hard, and but then it's just so yeah. Like, part flabby. of it is hard, and part is squishy. So squishy, <laughs> and you're like. I don't know. And and you're like, is it going to go down? Yeah. And, and like it does. Did you have the, what's it called? The linea negra? Like the, I never had that. The line I down did, your stomach? Really? I did. What's weird though is I had it with River and not with Faye. That's weird. I wonder so, why. Yeah. And mine, it did take some time to go away. Like, and I remember thinking like, oh my gosh, this is never going to go away. Like I'm yeah. going to have a line forever, but it's a hormonal thing. So I'm wondering if that was like the difference in a boy girl boy for and me. Girl. Yeah. Because I didn't have it with Faye. Yeah, that's interesting. But that's definitely a postpartum it. thing I was not expecting. Like, I did yeah. not expect that. Um, I 10 out of 10 recommend the Brazilian wax. If you're thinking about it, yes. do it. Yeah, because – and this is – Not for anybody is, else's sake. I did not care no, 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 no. what yes. people saw when they saw my vagina. I just felt – you're so. I just felt so much cleaner. Cleaner, for sure. Because there's so much – blood shit coming out of you yes i'm gonna mark this episode as explicit because <laughs> oh we're, talking we're talking about blood <laughs> v- vaginas all that so just no it's true because like and this is a, maybe a little bit of tmi but like sometimes the blood like hardens a yes. little bit you know like if you're not like cleaning really well and you don't want that like in hair so yeah. just get a wax like yeah. but i would recommend like you do maybe you but starting... like if you've thought about it yeah it's worth it it but, hurts like a mother when you're pregnant yes but that's what i was gonna say maybe start early either before you get pregnant or earlier on in your pregnancy because it does yeah. get worse the pregnancy. i, I quit because it was hurting so bad i quit halfway through and then i was like you should want to do it one. one last time like because i remember texting bible study yeah when i was like eight months pregnant and i was like Neil shaving me like pregnant Did in the you, shower. I don't remember that. Yeah, I te- I was like, this is not on my bingo card for like <laughs> 2023. <laughs> And then I scheduled my wax for like 36 weeks, I think, and I'm so glad I did. Yeah, I mean, it's like so it hurt so bad, bad but in it the was minute, in the moment. It was worth it to me. This is totally off topic, but I well, not totally, but I think I'm gonna get lasered like this winter. Ooh, go girl! Because I like the waxing is sometimes like giving me more ingrown hairs or like um, rashes. It's become worse for me. I don't know. Yeah, why. and I think that's because of having kids. Like I think uh, that your maybe. hair texture changes yeah, yeah. because it never used to do that before and i'm like i just think that that needs to be money like i say for and just okay you can i'll report back back. back and be honest about the pain because if it's worth it then i will budget for that i can't imagine that it's worse than the waxing like i mean the waxing is pretty tough but it is not but it's long it's longer yeah. yeah But I just am like, you know, this is my other thing. It's like, remember Carrie came on and I think she told us like where she went. It was like $1,200 maybe. If you're paying $50 a month, which I definitely do with tip especially, then it's like it makes itself worth it in like two years. And it's like a – like the day before, I'm like, oh, I'm getting waxed tomorrow. Yes. And it's like this anxiety. And then I do it and I'm like so – I'm so glad. And it's like – 
the happiest I'll ever be is five minutes after my wax because it's wax. like it's the farthest I'll be from my next wax. Exactly, and it just feels so nice. And I'm like, I don't want to be self conscious, like I in know. a bathing suit. But then I have one next week, and I'm like, it's yours is next in my week. Head. Yeah. Have you had one postpartum yet? Yeah. I have. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and it felt so much better. Like it hurts yeah. so bad in pregnancy. It's and just there's so much I'm blood like, flow down there. Yes. Yeah. I, I had to stop because everything is engorged. Yes. I ha- I mean, it hurts so bad. Yes. Um. Okay. So. Ice packs, I I did those like crazy because I do think yeah. I had a ton of like bruising and swelling that like you maybe typically wouldn't have. Yeah. Yours um, was definitely worse, I would say. I mean, yeah. I didn't see it personally, yeah, but I would yeah. imagine. Um, so came home, was super weak, could not do a lot. Um, my, I really didn't have like much anything milk-wise. Like I hadn't been collecting colostrum because yeah. I was so weak and I was like, I didn't know how to pump, like all this stuff. It was like, so someone asked a question about our breastfeeding journey. So I think we can talk yeah. about that, but it was, a uh, we've had quite the journey, but so. But you guys have pushed through and really just like, I mean, it's amazing where you are now. <laughs> it's it's really. great. Well, I guess we can just, we can just go ahead and talk about, yeah. I'll, I'll just talk about it. So yeah. we, I got my, I've, Got my milk to come in. I started pumping around the clock like crazy because I would try to get Rhodes to latch, but like we didn't do it from the start, and so he wasn't interested. He was having a hard time. Yeah, I ended up taking him to a lactation consultant, or they scheduled one like in the hospital. So I went, and she was like, "I thought that you had someone come here. Did I make that up?" Um, no, they actually scheduled Prisma does a thing now where they have a nurse come and visit you two weeks postpartum. Is that what you did? So they kept – so I would have done it if everything had gone normally, but okay. I had – Rhodes had jaundice. We did the lactation consultant. I had no blood inside of me. I could not do anything. So she – it was supposed to be, like, right after I got home or, you know, two weeks that after. That must be a new thing. They it did is not, new. They didn't do that with Faye. They, t- they just started it. That's amazing. It is amazing. Um, I ended up telling her – because I also had a follow-up appointment with my doctor mm-hmm. because of my blood pressure. So I was like, I actually – I'm going to see my doctor. So, but they have a program now where they come and visit you two weeks after. That's incredible. So, yeah. And that's so I'm necessary. really proud of that. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, Rhodes has a tongue tie and maybe a lip tie. I don't, I don't know. But she wanted us to snip it. I went to see this other lactation consultant. Consultant. She wanted us to snip it. I don't know what, and people do it all the time. I don't know what it was. I just was like, I, I think also it was like he had jaundice. We had to do a bunch of like, checks for that I was having to go to doctor's appointments come off to like um come off my medicine I had no energy Sayla was wrapping up school and I I was like one more thing and like we'll have to do all these exercises and like I just I don't have it in me right now yeah so we did so I pumped for two weeks it was um horrible (laughs) (laughs) it just was like some people are are can do it and are made for it but exclusively pumping is so freaking hard and if you were doing it yeah truly the highest kudos to you because one of my friends did it for 12 months that is actually amazing oh literally amazing you're doing double the work all the the time because you're pumping and then then you're feeding and I'm, she just had her second baby yeah. literally last night. And I, we have been like praying that her second baby latched because I'm like, I don't know how you're going to do that. Like yeah. pump. Cause that's a full job in and of itself. Then that, feed your baby. That and was then the you other have thing. It's trying to do it with Sayla. Yes. It, how, how? Like, I mean, just, it was so, and it's such a learning curve. Like yes. figuring out the pump, you have to figure out your phalange size. Like there was so much back and forth for that. 
So Some I do people that for, do really well with it. I don't. It wasn't for me. Well, I tried to do nipple shields when he came home. He yeah. didn't want it, and he yeah. was like early, so he was. It just was a whole thing, and. So, uh, Neil and I had a conversation. I sobbed. I was like, okay, like, it's not going to happen. We're not going to do it. Yeah. And one of my friends, Casey, was like, why don't you just try the nipple shield one more time? Like, yeah. he's two weeks older. Maybe he'll take it. And he latched. So, we did the nipple shield until eight weeks. A while, yeah. And that was also really hard. Yeah. It was really stressful to try and figure out, like, especially. And he was eating every two hours during the day. So, like, going out in public and having the nipple shields and, like, trying to – it just was – It wasn't like you could just, like, whip your boob out and, like, No, and it's up. like yeah. you have to keep it on. It falls off. It's a whole thing. Yeah. Um. So, we did that until eight weeks, and I just kept trying to get him to latch, and finally he eventually did. And so, we've been breastfeeding since then. And then at tw- 13 weeks, we found out he has a milk protein allergy, so now we've cut out all Sarah's soy and dairy. And now he's been refusing a bottle. And now he won't take a bottle, which for so long he wouldn't take my boob. So I'm just like, at this point, I'm like, we have worked too damn hard yeah. that I just, I'm doing the diet thing until yeah. I just can't do it anymore. And yeah. whenever that is, and it's not that like I'm pro formula, Sailor was a formula baby, like we need to get some so he can try it and get used to it. Um, but you've just take gotten, a bottle. you've worked so hard to get to this point. You don't want to. Yes. Like, and I'm also, like, I have worked my ass off, dude. Yeah. And also what you were saying earlier today when we were talking is the dairy-free formula yeah. is so expensive. Oh my gosh, it's so expensive. And like, again, I mean, I have like tons of people around me who are, who are doing that. And it's like, it, it's such a hard decision either way. Like it's so, and, and Both just period hard. Yes. Period. Feeding is just hard. It's hard. It's hard. Um, but just for us right now, like I have cut down on my hours with like, I'm just like, I can't do 150 to $200 yeah. on formula right no. now. And I remember telling you, cause one of the things is you were like, I just like breastfeeding is so hard because you don't know how much they're getting. Yeah. And I think, like, that just goes to show you, too, like, it, it is a personality thing. Like, one of my – the friend that um, – she told me, like, you know, she did bottles strictly. And yeah. she was like, it's – I think it's better for me, though, because, like, I can know Mentally. she got this yeah. many ounces and, like, I know she's full. Right. And it was – it is – that's a really tricky thing about breastfeeding is you kind of just have to, like, trust that, yeah. like – they're getting enough. And I remember telling you this. I'm like, if he's gaining weight and he has enough PP diapers, right. I'm like, he should be getting enough. Well, that's but. why I'm like, I hope he's all right. We haven't met, been back to the doctor since switching to soy and dairy free. We will in a couple of weeks. And he's I'm like, sleeping I'm, through the night though, Taylor. Uh, I know. He, that's, huge. I mean, it was like as soon as I cut dairy, because before that, his sleep was so awful. It was 48 hours to the T that I cut dairy. He was sleeping through the night immediately. Literally, Taylor went to the beach and he woke up every single hour. Oh my gosh, the beach was actually the worst week of my but life. It's it like, was gosh, I was so eating so mad. much dairy. Yeah, but I'm so mad we didn't figure. I say we, but like I know if you had figured it out, like <laughs> oh yeah, it would have been fine. It would have been great. But you can't know what you don't know. No, like no. Yeah. So anyway, so that's been our breastfeeding journey. Now he won't take a bottle, but. We'll Aunt Carly happens. got him to Aunt take Carly an ounce. Did get him to take a take a little bit tonight. So, but I mean, like emotionally, definitely had like the baby blues. I yeah. think most people most people do. But I mean, I could not believe how much I cried. Yeah. I was so unprepared for that. I think that is something nobody can prepare no. you for. Just how emotional you feel about I, everything. And I'm not a crier. Yeah. And I and yeah. I kept like 
while I was sobbing, I would be like, I hate this. I like, don't know why I'm doing this. Yes, there was yeah. no reason. Like, yeah. Neil would just look at me from yes. across the room, yes. and I would, like, burst into tears. Well, I think in your – in, like, your defense – because of how traumatic your birth was, I think yes. that like it would just hit you at random times. Like, oh, that's that true. it could have gone a really bad way. Like, yes, and I talked about that in our birth story. Like, yeah. I when I sobbed, like when we came home the first night, I slept. I like couldn't fall asleep because I was afraid I was gonna like bleed out. And like, yeah, I mean, if, when people came over and like yeah. were bringing us meals. I sometimes could tell the story. Sometimes I couldn't because yeah. I would start crying. Like Neil told it a couple of times and. But, like, and Neil, my mom, because my mom practically, like, moved in with us for the first 10 days because I couldn't do anything. Um, And Neil had to go back to work. Uh, And, but anytime either one of them would look at me and be like, how are you doing? Are you okay? I would be like, oh. I I mean, just, like, immediate. (laughs) It's just, like, and you can't stop it. Like, it's just coming on. And I would get, (laughs) and I would get so mad. Like, I would get, not at them, like, at myself. Like, I was. Because you're not a crier. Yeah, and I just was, like, Stop it. Like, I what? Know. I can't. But it's, I'm such a sissy. I yeah. get now why. Um, who said something to us about, like, it's the biggest hormonal shift you'll experience in your life? I remember a doctor telling me that um, it's like you take, like, 100 birth control pills yeah, or something. Yeah, I get it like, now. Like, yeah. I'm like, uh, yeah. Yeah, because it really is, like, you just can't control it. No. And we've talked about this before. Like, hormones literally rule the world. Yeah. So they and then, rule like, everything about your body. I just – and then my milk came in, and then it's, like – you get in the shower and you get out and it's just like, I will never forget because I wasn't strong enough to like shower, wash my hair for yeah. uh, the first like 10 days. Like Did I remember your mom the, wash your hair? My mom washed my hair. Neil oh. washed my hair. They both dried my hair. Like I, I mean, it truly, I was really like, I was pitiful yeah. and it was very humbling. And that was another yeah. reason I cried all the time was because I am a doer and I am self-sufficient. And you're so independent. And I'm so independent. And yeah. it was, I mean, I remember trying to make Sayla's lunch one night and I was bent over the counter sobbing because it hurt so bad to stand up. And, and Neil and my mom would get frustrated with me, which yeah. I understand. Yeah. Because they were like, you need to rest. Like, you're never yeah. going to get better. It's so hard to rest yes. postpartum. It really so is. Hard. Especially if you're used to go, go, going. Yes. I think that was like a big transition for me, too. It's just like accepting the help and actually it's so, resting. It's so We're both hard. terrible at it. Yeah. I just remember one particular shower when I came home, I Neil put a chair in the bathtub like in the shower for me to sit in but we like sanitized afterwards because I was bleeding all over it and my milk had come in and I just was leaking all over the place You're like I'm losing so many fluids I know I was like I am disgusting like <laughs> you're like I understand why if you never want to look at me yeah. again <laughs> he was so amazing but I mean I wore the crap out of those like I, I will definitely ask for more of those freezer pads. Oh, yes. When I, like... So, I... Yeah, I was thinking... I know I took, like, a whole pack of those home from the hospital. So I, took, I had plenty. They gave me two packs, and then Allie had extra. She ended up bringing them over to me. Because really? I wore them for so long. I wore them until, like, three weeks postpartum. Do you know what's so interesting, though, Taylor, is I never wore one with Faye. Hmm. And I think it has to do with the tearing. I think the tearing yeah. is really what the cooling helps yes, yes. like because I had a second degree and I had a first degree with river and I remember feeling like yeah. the burning it, yeah. it was like burning so that I did a lot of dermaplast with okay, river. I never did that I forgot really? about it yeah. oh my gosh honestly why did I not tell you that that was a game it. that's like a cooling spray yeah and it was also a little bit numbing 
So, I mean, some people, like... So, I'll do that next go-around if I need it. Some people, like, aren't... They're not into it because they're like, it's not all natural. And I was like, I don't care. I think I want it numb. I want this numb. Yeah, I don't want to feel any of this. It hurt so... It hurt so bad. I couldn't sit on, like, a chair for a long time. And that's something that, like, nobody really tells you either. That it's just sore. So sore. Like, you you can't sit straight up and down. Yeah. Um, so this is all kind of triggering me too because, and I'm not, like, I think I just need to add in when I can because I don't know how much more I have yeah. to add about it. But like, I remember, was your back, I know you said your back was sore from the epidural, but I felt like my back was way more sore. Maybe it was the epidural, but the hospital bed, mm. I felt like hurt my back so bad. Let me tell you something. <laughs> that labor and delivery bed is it's horrible. It's horrible. That was one of the things when I told Rachel. And you were there for so long. I was. I was in it for so long. I told Rachel, I said, that bed sucks ass, dude. It does. It's so uncomfortable. Yes. Because I remember then, when like, I got down to mom and baby or when they shifted me to the other bed, I was like, wait, why? this is a bed. But like, why don't they have those for labor it's and delivery? Be- it's because I asked because I was like, why does that bed suck so much? Yeah. And it's because, um, it's sanitary. Like they're the the they're the cushions, but they're yeah. covered in that like plastic stuff. So if stuff seeps through, it's right. easier to clean. Well, even they're though even the mom baby one though, I felt like my butt was so sore. Yeah, because the position you're in in it is just you're, you're kind of sunken all in. Your pressure on yeah. your tailbone. Yeah, I feel yeah. like so eventually I remember like I just wanted to lay flat almost mm-hmm. or just like on my side because I was like I feel like my butt yeah my butt was way more sore with Faye than yeah. it was with River. That's so interesting. I'm like remembering this. Yeah, yeah. And I wonder if that has to do with the epidural though because I had more pain like getting it the might, epidural. That, I mean I truly like I someone the other day I follow on Instagram talked about how they just had an epidural and their back was really hurting and it triggered to me to be like oh yeah I'm out of this now and I can like process this like I it really might be the reason I don't get one next time because it I mean it was truly I ordered heating pads I ordered a girdle like I don't think mine definitely wasn't that bad it was truly like have more pain three weeks of misery oh my god it hurt so bad I don't remember you telling me that (laughs) you sure I did what had a lot going on Yeah, it's honestly like you talking about stuff. I'm trying to think of what else um, for me. I One of the things postpartum that I did not realize how that it took a long time for your milk to come in. Yeah. How long did it take um, for yours to come in? So not long because yeah. both of my kids latched immediately. So it was, almost, it was like two and a half days. That's amazing. But still for those two and a half days mm-hmm. – the baby's so hungry, yeah. and, like, I just didn't expect them to literally be on my boob for two full days because they're right. just cluster feeding. Yeah, like, they're just trying to eat whatever they can They're literally there. trying yeah. to just suck. And I, my nipples, so this is a little tip. Put the whatever cream you use, yeah. put it on after every single yeah. breastfeeding thing, even if you're not raw because – when you do get raw, yeah. it's all, it's like so hard to That's get what back. Someone, so that was what someone's tip was like, just put it on even After before you think you need it. one, yeah. because then it's like once it's already cracked yeah. and like raw, it's yeah. so hard to like recuperate because then they had to feed in the next hour. Yeah. So that was like an interesting Did your milk thing. come in faster? Like once you've already breastfeed, did it come in faster with Faye? Yes. Okay. My, my milk came in I think on the second day with Faye. Could you still, after you stopped breastfeeding, could you still like hand express and get stuff um, out or did it just completely dry I, up? Honestly, I never really hand express much anyways. Yeah. Like I, I remember the uh, lactation consultant saying to do that, but like I didn't really like the feeling of doing that either. Yeah. Like that just felt I did weird it. to me. I can't remember why I don't do it now unless I, I, I think whenever I like wean, I'll do that to help like 
drag yeah. and like relieve pressure. But I did it one time in the shower. I think maybe, oh, it was when I thought I had a clogged duct. I was about to say a clogged duct. I remember doing that, yeah. rubbing it but out. Let's talk about how impressive is how far you can shoot milk. Okay, that is another not thing I didn't expect. Yeah. I had no clue that it would shoot out like that. Yeah, or like... It would hit River and Faye in the face. Oh, all the time. <laughs> Road still will like unlatch sometimes like when I'm having my let down and, and I'm like... shoots him in the I'm face. I'm like, dude. And he's like... <laughs> I know. It's like you like immediately... Like they pull off and you had a let down and then you're yeah. like shoving their face back because yeah. it's just hitting him in the face. Yes. <laughs> That's just something. It goes so far. I told me, I was like, I got to show you this one day. Like, it's honestly impressive. It's so impressive. I wonder, like, I bet there's, like, a competition, like, the longest. For sure. There should be. (laughs) Okay. I'm trying to think of what else postpartum. Did you, um, did you examine your vag? Did you have David look at it? No, because you said you were, you talked about Neil doing that. And I was like, I never thought to do that. So I had my mom, I had my mom look at it. When I was, I think, like, three days postpartum because my uh, <laughs> my sister <laughs> popped a stitch. I'm sorry, Mary. My sister popped a stitch after Blythe. Did she? And I was afraid I had popped one because because um, I actually did not was not bleeding when I left the hospital because I had lost so much blood. You had no blood left. And then I started bleeding yeah. once I started, like, pumping. Yes. Um. Because that's another thing, another thing you like hear about, like the yes. cramping and the yes. bleeding from pumping or breastfeeding. It's but it's contracting it is, your uterus. It, and it hurts. hurts so bad. Yeah, to me, it was like early labor. Yeah, pains. it really hurt. Yeah. Um, but so I had my mom examine me, and then I had Neil look at it. Like, I think three or four weeks postpartum. I mean, he was he definitely saw all of it like before that. But I was like, look at it with a flashlight because I want to know so how it's healing. Funny you did because I was in pain for so yeah, long. Yeah, 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 yeah. You just I wanted was, to make sure it was okay. I was like, I feel like something's off. So he took yeah. a picture of it and showed it to me. <laughs> what were your thoughts? My thoughts were that does not look like my vagina. <laughs> not that I'd really seen my vagina from that angle, but like, it's yeah. just I have some new attributes to it because I asked at my postpartum appointment. I was. When when I when she walked in, I was like, okay, I feel like I haven't healed. Like I feel yeah. like you're not gonna okay me. Yes. And so she got down there and she was like, no, girl, that's just a new part of your vagina, probably from. That's I think I popped so... a stitch when they went back up there. Yeah, because I have a weird like I don't know little if, divot now. I don't know if I'd ever like examined it before babies, you know, like so I, don't I knew know the I difference. knew what mine looked like. You had looked at it. In yeah, here. yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't remember now. If I had, I don't remember like the difference, like what it looked like. As Do you know why I looked at it? Now I'm why? remembering because I had a hemorrhoid when I was pregnant and I was oh, trying to see it. Yeah, yeah and I had yeah. a mirror, so and I had sometimes like sometimes that's the only way you can see, it. especially when you're pregnant. Yeah, for yeah. sure. So I had a mirror under there, <laughs> and I um, so I have like a new a new part of my vagina that I don't think I was like in enough pain like Mm -hmm. I really didn't have like horrible horrible pain just because I didn't tear very deeply but I feel like if I had had a lot of pain I'd be like what is going on down there and I need to look and can we just like pour one out for all the moms who have had like third fourth three degree tears like i can't even imagine fourth degree tear is like when it gets to the muscle and it can go up to your butt it yeah it does go up to your butt yeah yeah and they a lot of people have to have surgery yeah i can't fathom the I'm, pain of that i know someone who has that and does not have control over their bowels really like when they, have, they, to have, go, they have to go um i don't think so and it was they, their first baby and they had to. three more yeah yeah. And honestly, that really – okay, this is another thing. I don't really – because, like, before having River, you know, a lot of people that say the natural route, you won't tear as much. Yeah. But 
in my life, like the people that I know, that has not been the case. Like I've epidurals and non, it doesn't really no, like. No, there's no, no. no correlation. Yeah, because I did get an epidural and faint, and I didn't tear. Yeah, so I'm I've, like, I, I've heard both. Yeah, I don't. I think it really has to do with like the nurses and when they tell you to pr- push too. Yeah, and I think it depends on like body type, your body type, your baby's head, how your they're pelvic coming out, floor, how quickly yeah. they come out. I think there's so many things. Yeah, like there's no magic. Yeah, answer. I think so too. I don't. I think all of that is like yeah. a cr- load of crap. Do you remember like when you're milk came just how like rock hard your boobs would get oh my okay this yeah. just reminded me okay when i when my milk came in with river i this was the weirdest thing taylor my milk came in but mm-hmm. it would not release i couldn't have a letdown so for almost that's, a how, full, I, that's how i was when mine first came in it like wouldn't come out yeah so i i had <sighs> read all so of this bad. stuff that said to take a hot shower yeah but I was taking hot showers, and, and he was still getting something out because he was able to eat. But, like, it was as hard as this wall. Yeah. Like, my boobs were in so much pain. I thought they were going to explode, and I was sobbing. And I remember texting a girl that, like, I w- I'm not even that close of friends with her. Yeah. She said to take a cold shower. That's – so this – that it's – because it used to be they recommended, hot like, hot compress, yada, yada. But yes. now, that, now they recommend cold. Yes, and this was in 2020. I had never yeah. heard of a cold shower before. Yeah. She said – and she has three kids. She said, get in a cold shower. And yeah. it was almost, like, immediately I wow. got relief from that. Because I had done – like, people told me to get in a hot bath. Yeah. Like, massage it. But it was almost making it worse. Yeah. <laughs> so. That's what – well, I was doing hot compresses – because when my – I didn't realize it was my milk coming in. It's just yes. – and you just don't know. You don't like, know. Yeah. And we really – like, we could do a whole episode on breastfeeding, which I know – I mean, people feed in all kinds of different ways. We could do, like, pumping. Like, there's just so many things. So but much. I didn't know that it was my milk coming yeah. in. And I thought, like, oh, I'm getting a clogged duct. But now I look back and I'm like, no, it was just my milk. Like, your boobs get so hard. So hard. And, and it like, typically happens, like, overnight and then you wake up and your boobs yes. are, like, so so incredibly but, hard and painful. Because mine took ten days to come in. Wow! Because I didn't realize that because of my trauma. Because yeah. my doctor was like, "It's probably going to take a while." Your body just wasn't even like my able body wasn't to even produce. thinking about it. But and even more so, I think it's amazing that you were able to like that. Your body eventually made it. It is literally insane what the body can do. Your like truly, because. It, and it was just, I mean, I pumped around the clock to get yeah. it to come in. And then yeah. once it came in, it was, it was fine. But God, the rock card boobs and like the leaking everywhere. No yeah. one prepared me for that. Like I was not prepared to like wake up, waking up soaked. Oh, and like postpartum sweats. Postpartum sweats. I didn't have them terribly, but I know you said that you had them I had them bad. bad and yeah. I, which I know you talked about this before, but I smelled. Oh, I Oh. I still smell. Like, I had to get a different oh, still, children. Well, that's what I still – I still smell a lot quickly. Yeah. A lot more quickly than I, like, did yes. before having a baby. But the smell, but like, that immediately smell, after is terrible. Dude, yeah. I mean, I couldn't be around myself. Like, no. it was so gross. And I kept re- – I always would read this stuff, and it would say, like, baby. It's so baby can find you. Yeah. And I'm like, why can't we have a good <laughs> smell? That is the like, craziest thing to why me. Why would the Lord not give us like a, a so sweet baby can smell? find you? Like I'm right here. Give me some sweet aroma coming out of them I so mean, the baby loves it. Not this dirt bag. The craziest like, thing smell. I've ever heard. I literally smelled like a dirty old man. Like oh, it was terrible. I, and it didn't matter what I did. No. It was like I would shower and like scrub my armpits with a washcloth and soap and it would smell. I would smell in the shower. Sour. I smelled like B.O. I just smelled yeah, terrible. Yeah. Yes. Oh my gosh. So, so bad. And I was going to say one more thing too. Um, 
what did well you probably had a little bit of a different experience but i remember in the hospital like in the days in the day after when the mom baby nurse is pressing on your belly Ooh. That was – they're doing, like, a fundal check, I yeah. guess. But that was painful. I remember yeah. that was, like, a lot more painful than I was ex- than I was expecting. And you kind of already touched on it. But, like, the cramping after yes. baby was not expecting that. So the second time around, I, like, took Tylenol and ibuprofen, like, stayed on I top stayed of it. I stayed on – I will say – I did that, and because I was in so much pain, I never let it lapse. Like, I yes. stayed on it every six hours. I would wake up, even if it was off schedule with roads feeding. And take I it. I would wake up and take it because I let it lapse one time, and I was in a world of pain. Yeah. So I stayed on the Motrin and the Tylenol every six hours. I did it for, like, three weeks. Yeah, it does make a big difference. It does. And I'm not, like, a medication girly, typically, yeah. but it, it really is, like – I just wasn't expecting to have, like, labor yeah. pains again after giving yeah. birth. But it really felt like that. It yeah. felt like early the, labor. I forget. The pushing on the stomach is painful. I, again. Yours was a different story. It was, it was different. Yeah. <laughs> but, and then also the, like, when I left, I remember them telling me, like, if you have any, like, major clots, like, call yeah. us. And then I got home and. They don't really tell you, like. What a major what, clot is. Yeah. Exactly. Yes. And so now I'm like, I should have asked that. But they should have told me, like, it shouldn't be bigger than – because I ended up calling about one of – because I had a couple of, like, big clots come out and then – I remember you asked me about that. Yeah, in the middle of too. my PTSD, yeah. I was yeah. like, oh, my gosh. like I'm bleeding out. Because then I – like, I mean, I took pictures. I was sending them to, like – I was sending them to everybody, and I mean, Neil was like, that was literally nothing compared to what was coming out of you. Like, I yeah. think you're fine. But I called about one. Yeah. Um, cause they don't tell, like, I'm like, why would you not give me like a point of reference? I feel like they need to. I remember cause I worked in a GYN, GYN office one time and I remember like we were told to tell patients, like if you are soaking, like soaking a pad yes. within an hour and it happens two hours in a row, yeah. that's a medical emergency. Yeah, yeah. And so I do remember, cause like you are going to bleed a lot, mm-hmm. but like if you're like ringing out, like if you could like literally ring out, that's yeah. obviously an emergency, but like it is really scary when you see a big clot come yeah. out because never in your life, like even period blood doesn't come out like not that. The same, no. So like seeing a big clot is like hit in the toilet is terrifying. Yeah. So I can't imagine what you felt like, like when you're losing that oh much blood, gosh. cause even losing that a minimal amount of blood like yeah. me, it was scary. How how long did you bleed for? So I was trying to remember this. With River, it was longer. Um, I want to say like it was like five weeks. Yeah. Um, I remember with him, I stopped bleeding after like two weeks, but then I think I, think I tried to do up. too much. Yeah. I think I was like walking around and then I like had another gush of blood yeah. and that freaked me out. So with Faye, I like tried to take it easy. And I think with Faye, I was like by two or three weeks, it was like pretty yeah. – it was stopping. Um, but – both of my kids, like, fed so often that yeah. I think that did help in some way. Yeah. Like, River was feeding, like, every hour and a half almost. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> felt like. Bless you. I know. I think mine was until about four weeks, but then I would, like, stop, and it would kind of, like, pick back up. Yeah. It's like and, as soon as you think it's gone, then it would start. Yeah, and I still even was a little bit. Like, I remember at my postpartum appointment being like, I'm still bleeding sometimes, and she was like, it's just the breastfeeding. Like, yeah. it's just probably going to happen yeah. for a little bit. I know. It is. But just I wore like that a- Freedom Mom underwear until I was, like, 
seven or eight weeks. So I never I did the it. Freedom Mom. Dude. I just had, like, whatever they gave me at the hospital. It is the best. Like, I spent so much money on is it, it, but it mesh? was worth it. Like, is it similar no, to it's, the hospital kind? It's, no, it's thicker, um, but not in a bad way. Like, yeah. it's, I would, like, I wore it out in public. And like, my, it, it still, like, gives you the support in, like, your belly. Because I feel like. It gave like, me more support than the mesh underwear did. Oh, yeah. Mesh, the mesh doesn't really give you support. And so I, there's two kinds from the hospital. Do you have the two different no. ones? Like, I had one that was, like, true mesh and see-through. And then I had one that was like knit tight, like it was like knit underwear. I don't. Did, I only had. one I loved tight. the knit underwear from the hospital, but I didn't. Oops, I didn't like the mesh one. I think I only had the mesh. The mesh is like, it's like fishnet. It's super thin. Yeah, yeah. That's so what, I had like yeah. I had like a knit underwear too. I don't know what it was, but I asked for a ton of now it. Now I'm curious. I do think I like now that I'm maybe I did have two different kinds, but they were both they were not supportive. No, like it was but not the like Freedom Mom is like yeah. amazing. And, and it's I like remember, boy short. Oh, yeah, that would yeah. be nice. I remember feeling like I wanted more support on my belly, mm-hmm. like just feeling like I wanted to be held in, but then yeah. you don't want something too tight. No. Yeah, you can't have it like any sort of tight pants. Oh, oh my gosh, no. Yes. I lived in like huge Target pajama pants. Like, meal, I still have meal them. shorts. No, like, I wore my because I ordered a bunch of stuff. I had it, and then, like, when we were in the hospital, I ordered more because I was obvious, like, I wasn't leaving my couch anytime soon. Yes. And I was wearing some the other day, and Neil got inside of them with me. That is <laughs> he amazing. He said, Please put these up. And I was like, They're so comfortable. They're and, he, so and he was like, I can fit inside of them. I said, No, you can't. And then he climbed inside of them with me. That is amazing. Were they the Target ones you said? Yeah. Yeah, I love those. But pajamas. they're so comfortable. They're so comfortable and they're so stretchy. They're so stretchy. This is just another like little tidbit. Like, I, I think I told you this a tip for at the hospital take a shower at the hospital. Take yes. several. Did You took a shower at the hospital. Well, I right? can only take one because it, oh. was, it was the day that I got discharged. I didn't yeah. have the strength to do it. I just like, Neil well, had to. I took several with Faye because yeah. I was like, I want to get, I want to feel a little bit more I, normal. If I have the privilege of experiencing a normal postpartum experience, yes. like. I'm praying for that. Me too. I, I would definitely, like, I could see myself showering, like, the yeah. second I could get out of bed and walk. The second you can, just so you feel, so, feel a little more normal. Like, yeah, I yeah. just felt so, like, ugh. Yeah, like, put a little makeup on, brush yeah. your teeth, like, feel so a little. bodily fluids yeah oh my gosh you were just like you were it was a completely different experience for you it was it was pretty hellish yeah i I know um okay anything else you want to add i don't think so i think this will trigger some more memories um okay so these are questions we ask followers um was postpartum similar or different than you expected what would you say um i would say I would say different just yeah. because like I I don't think that you can understand mm-hmm. just like the soreness, the yeah. bleeding, you just can't know it until yeah. it happens. What would I you would, say? I would say I would say different. I would say I say a little bit of both cuz enough people had gone before me. Yeah. But I did have like like I knew oh I'm going to cramp when I breastfeed. Yeah. But like I think the moms who go first like Yeah, they don't know that. Yeah. Yeah. Um and God bless the moms who go first and like truly don't have anyone and Who's like I don't think them. anybody had told me that, but a lot yeah. of my friends had not had kids before me. Right. So Yeah. So I knew about a lot of that stuff, but but again, what you said, like you just can't know till you experience it. Yeah. So I would say a little bit of both. And I I think like the exhaustion of labor, even though even if you do get an epidural and you can sleep, it's still just like a lot on your body. Like yeah. the exhaustion of just being in the hospital. Even if you can't not, feel it, your body's still going through it. Yeah. It that was just I just 
didn't realize I would be so I knew I'd be exhausted from like not being able to sleep after yeah. like when the baby is here but like labor in and of itself it's just exhaustion. so hard yeah. yeah yeah so that was really different um so 47% of people said so much different than I thought it would be 43% said a little bit of both and 10% said what I expected okay um so I asked how or why and a few people said that they were expecting much worse but it wasn't as bad as they thought it would be that's great um, a few people said the opposite. They were <laughs> expecting more of a tranquil experience, yes. but it yeah. was not that way. Um, a lot of people said that they were, like, surprised how hard it was for them to, like, get around. Yeah. Like, I think you just don't – like, what we said, like, you just yeah. don't think about how sore and like tired your body's like, going to be. Like, the couch and stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and someone said they weren't prepared for how little support there was for new moms. Yeah. Which it really is crazy. Like, you leave the hospital with this, like, checklist of things, and then... I could really go off on this topic. I, and then it's like, <laughs> see you at your six-week appointment. Yeah. Well, me and... there's and, so much that happens in that six weeks. Me and Megan Rowe are actually, like, we've been talking a lot recently about meeting and, like, like coming up with a better game plan for, like, something yeah. to implement in the hospital. Because it's like, when you have any other surgery... You're given referrals to mm-hmm. physical therapy. You're told exactly what exercises to do. Like, yeah. it's just you're so much more prepared. Yeah. And this is not only, like, are you unprepared for, like, your body, but then you also have a newborn to take yeah. care of. It's just, like, the most ridiculous thing ever. Well, I I love that Prisma does that, like, two-week um, checkup thing now where they come to your house. Yes, so and I know so nice. I do know that if you do, like, midwives and you, like – they come to your house, depending on the group. Like, I know they'll come to your house and do, like, more frequent checks. So, That's like... That's really great. I, I wish we could, like, more combine, like, the Western and Eastern medicine yeah. kind of thing. Because I think, I like, there's a good happy medium I think so available. Too. Like, I don't know. But... Yeah. Um, One thing I was going to... Just that triggered my brain. I was not prepared. And I would say, like, I pretty... I had a fairly easy postpartum yeah. recovery. But I was not prepared for how weak my stomach muscles would be. Oh, my gosh. Like, yes. I remember like I could sit not up. sit yes. up. Yes, yes. And that was demoralizing yeah. for me because I was like, I worked out in my pregnancy. Yeah. But, like, you have no core. No like, core. Like, no core. I remember no core. David having to help me sit up or yeah. I would just roll. Yes. Oh, I remember, like, like, when it would be, like, time to feed Rhodes in bed. And I would be like, Neil, I need you to hand me this, 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 this. Like, Prop sitting my bag. up. Yeah, I mean, you just was, can't. Yeah. Yeah. It really, like, you, like, if you're laying back to sit straight up is nearly impossible. And it's so, it's so hard to explain because, like, like, even now, I'm, so I'm, what, like, 16, 17 weeks postpartum. And I've been working out again. And I have gone to one core conditioning day. And we still have, like, some core in there. But I just haven't been going because I'm like, I can't do half of it. And it's yeah. not – it's hard to explain because it's not like, oh, I'm just like – my core muscles are weak. Like, I'm yes. like, no, I like physically cannot do that. do that. Like, because... it's not – like, my body's just like, no. But you're not supposed to be able to. Like, I know. Su- it's supposed to be like a slow thing, but like – But in like your the, mind, you're just the, like – Yeah. You're like, I used to be able to do that. I should be able to do that. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I used to be able to – it's just the cra- – like, even today, we did like these like abductor slider things with our knees on the slider plates – and I started to do it, and my pelvic floor was like, nope. Nah, girl. I mean, it's a mass this. trauma on the inside of your body. It is. Yeah, which is why I feel so passionate about the fact that we should have an immediate referral to pelvic floor and yes. your insurance pay for it. Amen, honey. That's another uh, – we could go off on that. Amen. Um, <laughs> someone said the swelling, the blood, all the dirty details no one prepared me for. So, yeah. Well, hopefully this prepares you. Ho- well, hopefully we have some people who are – 
pregnant or whatever. Or you send this to your pregnant friends if it won't scare them and let yeah. them hear. Well, like, this is the thing. Like, it is, it is like a, it's a hard time of your life, but like, it's obviously not so hard that you don't want to do it again. Right. Because like, I, if it had been hard enough, I wouldn't have wanted to have another baby. Right. Like, and they're worth like, it. The baby's worth it. When like, you're already pregnant, like, sure, the details can scare you, but like, Either way, you have to do it. Yeah, so it's almost better to just, like, know no. that, yeah, you're yeah. going to be bleeding a lot. You are going to be sore. I would rather it's have... It's going to be okay, though. I would rather have expectations that it's going to be really, really hard and be pleasantly surprised Yeah, and you may be. Like, some yeah. people don't may not have our experience, you know? Yeah, like, I, I mean, I have friends who, like, didn't tear, had a great recovery, breastfeeding was great, you know, like, yada, yada. Like, yeah. it just... And I, like, I feel like with Faye, that was definitely the case. So it is different with each pregnancy, too. Yeah. Like, if you had a harder first, it doesn't mean your second one will be right. that way. So. Yeah. Okay. okay, next question was, uh, what was the hardest part of postpartum for you? Um, someone said feeling alone. This was said a lot. A lot of people said this. Like, some version of, like, physically feeling alone during the day. Yeah. Um, a lot of people, like, emotionally just, like... Just feeling isolated. Yeah. And yeah. someone said, and I saw this post on Instagram, too. Someone said that they saw a reel that was, like, going around or a TikTok that was, like... When you're up in the middle of the night feeding, if you're ever feeling alone, just know, like, let it comfort you that literally millions of women around the world are up at the same time as you doing it. That is so comforting. Which is really cool to think about, you know? I've read something similar. It's in regards to, like, giving birth when you're in labor. If you're, like, really, you know, like, feeling everything and just knowing that, like, there are millions of women going through the same thing. Yeah, it's crazy That's a very encouraging thought. Yeah. (laughs) It really is. You are not alone no matter how alone you feel. Um, sleep deprivation, had heard about it and was expecting it, but no one can prepare you for how tired you will be. I mean, that could, no truer words have been said. I mean, truly. Like, you really can know. And even when you've done it, like, I've done it before. Yeah. The most tired you've ever felt in your life, you will be more tired. Truly. And you're just like, (laughs) and you really are like, I can't do it. And then you do. And then you do. You, like, somehow survive it. And then you want to have another baby. And you, like, you'll sit there and cry and just be like, (laughs) I am so tired. It is. I remember thinking, like, it was amazing that your body is able to operate on so little sleep. Yeah. Because I require a lot of sleep, too. And Mm -hmm. I was like, there's just no way I'm going to die. Like, I will literally die if I only get two or three hours of sleep. But I didn't. I didn't die. Someone said uh, their response was, like, I understand now why sleep deprivation is used as a torture tactic i mean because you feel like you're going crazy yeah it, i mean it truly like it breaks you down and you're i mean you nothing really, is right <laughs> and it's and it always i feel like it always hits now having done it twice granted i didn't have like the postpartum aspect the first time but like the honeymoon phase i mean you're tired but you're yeah, like but it's your adrenaline still, your adrenaline's going yes. there's a new baby whatever yes. When you hit, like, if your baby's not sleeping through the night, when you hit, like, eight or nine weeks, it's like, oh, It really okay. starts to like, hit you. this is getting old. Yeah, this is getting old. Going on that little of sleep for this long really yeah. takes like, a Like, I started to get angry. Yeah. Not, like, at the baby, but just, like, angry You're at my situation. You're getting angry, and you just can't – you, like, don't have the energy to operate or do anything that you no. would typically like to do. Yeah, it's like you're, you've really depleted your resources. You're just short with all your family members. Yeah. I mean, sleep is, like – I mean, it's a real thing. It really is. The next one was breastfeeding. So many of these people yes. talk about breastfeeding, which yeah. that is a real, real thing. I mean, yeah. Taylor just I told think her we story. Do, I think we do need to do – we've put off – to be real, we've put off an episode on feeding. We should Because we've talked about, like, we don't want it to be, like, polarizing. It's For just sure. – it's such a polarizing topic. Because people feel really passionate about yeah. all kinds of different things yeah. in regards to feeding. But it is – 
literally what your baby's life revolves around for the first year. A hundred percent. And both you, you and I both have done breastfeeding and formula. Yeah. Like my baby started on breastfeeding, but then d- ended up doing formula. And yeah. so I feel like we do need to talk about it. Yeah. And there are, and then there's, there are women that like, there's women that don't want to breastfeed at all. And that's right. okay too. I have several yeah. friends. Yeah. So I think we will, we'll do an episode yeah. on that. That'll be good. Because we asked the hardest part and the aspect that pleasantly surprised you. And I put it on here purposely that people put breastfeeding for both because like people said it was the hardest part. And then some people said it was like their favorite part. So yeah. it's just, it's so different for, for everybody. Yeah. yeah. And that's okay. I think it's one of those other things of like, you feel like you're alone in whatever yeah. you're feeling, but you're not like, yeah. if you're hating breastfeeding, you're not alone. If you're loving it, you're not you're alone, alone either. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, someone said needing a break, but not trusting anyone to do it the way I would do it. Whoa. I know. I had to write that Speaking down. Cause I was like, choir. yeah, that's so, that's such a real thing. And I think, I think there's a little, like for me, it was a little bit of postpartum anxiety. Yeah. Of like, I, I don't know. And it's just hard to let go. And, and because like, you just know your baby, you know them the best, like what they need. Yeah. I feel like I got better at that with my second, but with River, yeah. I was terrible with yeah. that. Um, someone said postpartum anxiety and postpartum depression, which I cannot recommend Amanda Banks episode enough on this. Yeah. We'll link it. I'm going to yeah. link, um, a couple of episodes from like previous seasons. I still think link. about the stuff she said in that episode. Yeah. It was so phenomenal. And She's a lot amazing. of people, a lot of answers in these questions revolved around postpartum anxiety and postpartum depression. And I'm, I'm glad you said that because I wanted to make a blanket statement that like that episode she was phenomenal. And she's the professional, and that's why we brought her on. Yes. Because she, like, it was so, so good. We both learned so yes. much from And her. I will link it, but if you want to just go back and search for it right now and add it to your library, it was Amanda Banks. And I think it was season two. Yeah, I think it was two. Yeah. I think she that's came, right. she's come on twice. Yes. So it Maybe was season two, and two three. was when she did postpartum. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, okay. So the next one was what aspect of postpartum pleasantly surprised you? Um, someone said how resilient my body was, which mm-hmm. is what we were talking about. Yeah. It's incredible. Um, someone said the people who loved and checked in on me. I feel like you really see who your people are too. You like, do. And yeah. it's like it it almost is hard if you're if you have a hard time accepting help, it's a yeah. little hard. But then once you just like release it and let people do it, like it's so people nice. do people do want to like take care of you. They especially do. if you once you've gone through it, like yeah. you know you know what people want and need. Or, you know, like what you wanted and needed. And it's just so much easier to be like, I'm going to do this for you. No questions asked. I'm dropping this off, doing whatever. I know? always felt weird when people were like, what do you want? I'm, we're picking up a meal. What do you want? I yeah. almost like, I always felt weird about even saying what I wanted. Yeah, yeah. But they're not asked. They wouldn't ask you yeah. if they weren't already planning on bringing it to you. Right. So just tell them. And they don't want to bring something you don't like. Yeah. So they're so going to ask you. Just tell them what yeah, you want. Completely. Someone said um, how quickly pregnancy symptoms went away. Okay. This I was obsessed with because yeah. I had horrible heartburn. Yes. Gone immediately. Gone immediately. Yes. The just like the, I mean, you have different aches and pains, but like snoring because I yeah, was snoring. Yeah, my pubic pain went away immediately. Right. Yeah. I was snoring so bad at the end of pregnancy that Neil slept in the guest room for three weeks. And it went away immediately. It went away immediately. Because the pressure like is yeah. gone from the, all your organs. Like congestion. There's just so much about it. And then like when you go back and now Nausea. I notice it in people and they're talking when people, people just talk different when they're pregnant. Oh, yeah. And how different my voice and like my nose. My, I remember, I didn't think at the swollen. time, but at with Faye, I 
I now that I look back at photos, my face, my lips were definitely swollen. Oh, my lips were so swollen. Yeah, and I feel like my tongue was like I just sounded so different. Yeah, it's almost like yeah, your voice actually changes. Yeah, yeah, and all of it just so went back weird. immediately. Like Isn't I was so weird. I was so happy. Yeah, because oh, I pregnant. I just I was so thankful to be pregnant. But well, like, and I remember like my sister in law being like she because she she was talking about some things that changed about her, and she was like I was so nervous it was never never gonna go back the same. Yeah. But it does. Like yeah. it does. It's it does. Pregnancy that makes everything weird. Did your feet grow while you were pregnant? No. I Mine think my feet either. are actually smaller. Really? <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh, I my, can only dream. My mom, her feet got bigger. Like yeah, I know a lot almost a whole size. Yeah. And did your hair change texture? My hair has changed for okay. sure. With I don't Faye. Think mine's changed. Not yet. with River, but okay. with Faye. Like my it's still the same. Like it's similar in some ways, but I feel like it's just like greasier a lot yeah. of times. Like I have I have to wash it more often. My mother in law's hair color changed. Her hair her turned color red. Changed? Her hair turned red when she was pregnant with Neil's brother. Whoa. Isn't that crazy? And then I've I have never known anybody like that. I know someone who had like stick straight hair and when they got pregnant their hair was like curly curly. And then after they had the baby it went back to stick straight. My hair, hair doesn't hold a curl as well anymore. Interesting. So like certain things. Yeah. yeah if you notice I don't really curl my hair anymore because yeah. it doesn't it doesn't stay. That's so interesting. <laughs> I know it's so weird. <laughs> um Okay, wait, I lost my Oh, um everyone catering to me. <laughs> yeah, that is nice. Amazing. Binging shows and resting. Yes. Something you don't get to do very no. often. No. Um that it did end for a while. I felt like it never would. <laughs> That's a good point. Um, and someone said nothing, which is so real. I had to put it there. Nothing yeah. pleasantly surprised them, which wow. is very real. real. Next question was, did you wait to be cleared at six weeks for activities, <laughs> sex, working out, swimming, baths, etc.? 76% said yes. 24% said no. Did you? Um, We did not wait the full six weeks. You did it? With either. With either? No. Oh, I'm so impressed. But I, especially with Faye, because I didn't tear. Yeah. So, it, like, we, like, I waited till I stopped bleeding for yeah. sure. So maybe, like, week four? Okay. I don't when know. When you, like, straight up did the deed. Yeah. I'm so impressed. I just, like, I wasn't sore. I was so terrified. With River, we did, okay, with River, I think we waited. We tried maybe, like, a little bit before six weeks, and it was a little painful. Yeah. So it maybe was after six weeks till we, like, actually like did the actual deed yeah but you know we did other things before this yeah yeah we did (laughs) we really didn't because i just was so you were like not well i was not myself yeah Yeah. but um so it did did it hurt with Faye afterwards no that was i really that's why i really do think the tearing aspect has a lot to do with that because that was that was different from my two so mine didn't really hurt for me it was more like the scar tissue yeah it didn't hurt it just felt really uncomfortable and weird yeah well and then also like the you may not feel like lubricated oh my gosh that's changing a lot oh and my like sex drive i don't know if it's from breastfeeding oh yeah well you're just I, exhausted too yeah, yeah yeah i just i i feel like my sex drive is just coming back now and we're almost four months like i just have had literally no interest so i will say this i don't know if i've talked about this and i know birth control can be like a very hot topic for people yeah. but i got the iud in shortly after six weeks mm-hmm. and it made my sex drive drop tremendously yeah. and the doctor didn't even like believe me and then as soon as i got taken out it yeah. like resumed so that just goes to show you like hormones 
greatly affect that. Yeah. So especially like if like for you, you had so many hormone shifts yeah, going yeah. on and like that well, so is what, I mean, I, I know I'm not even close back to like my quote unquote myself, but I like just in the last like couple of weeks, I'm like, oh, I'm actually interested in that. Yeah. But yeah, I'm dry, just dry, dry, dry. I think that's completely I, normal. I think so too. Yeah. So, but as, as far as working out goes, I don't think I did much with River, but with Faye, Honestly, like, on day, like, three or four, I started doing just, like, breathing exercises, yeah. but not, like, actually working out. But I just was, like, more comfortable with doing that yeah. kind of stuff. I had no – I didn't do anything until yeah. – I felt – I did go work out after my six-week appointment because I just was dying to get back in the gym, but I took it really slow. But I think that just is – goes to show, like, every person is different, yes. every pregnancy is different, and, like, you oh, have to listen to your body. I didn't work out at all while I was body. pregnant, and I yeah. love working out. You yeah. just have to listen to your body and, like, totally. what it needs from you, and, like, you may just literally need to rest, yeah, like, I could. I mean, a lot of – I know a lot of people who do walks before six weeks. I could not – I didn't even do a walk. Yeah. yeah, and that's – I mean, if you had, you probably would have fainted. Yeah. 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 Um, okay, next question was – Wait, did you take baths before? I don't take baths, period. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> So I know so many people who do the baths before six weeks, and I was I like, "I don't think you're supposed to. You're not supposed to because you get an infection." Yeah. But I know a lot of people who do it, and I was like, "Cause I was dying to take a bath." I and, don't take baths at all. But so now I'm like, maybe next time, maybe I will. But see, that does feel like the reason I don't take baths is because I just feel like I'm like sitting in my filth. Yeah, we differ on this. <laughs> I have a friend that I don't is, use it she, to bathe. She showers first. Yeah, yeah, and then she bathes. Yeah, yeah. Maybe it's you. <laughs> It's told me that. Maybe. I, I know don't, another I don't girl who does that too. Yeah. yeah. I do it more as like a, if I want to relax. Just I love relaxing. them in like winter. I feel like if I had a nice tub, I maybe would do it. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, next question was describe your postpartum experience in three words. There was um, so many of these. It was hard to pick, but yeah. everybody's were so good. I like these. Sweaty, exhausting, stationary. <laughs> <laughs> Sweaty. I love it. Emotional, flabby, sweet. The flabbiness, flabby. I was so not prepared for. Yeah. Because, I mean, I was never, like, I, like, before I got pregnant, I didn't have a flat stomach. Like, I'm a curvier girl. Like, I've always had, like, extra here and there. But even just, like, how different yeah. I feel. Like, even, like, my, I'm grabbing my love handle right now. Like, my butt was non-existent. Same. It literally, okay. you know why? Do you want to know why? Apparently it's a thing. What it's is it? It's your pelvic floor. Oh. When your pelvic, it's a, like I read all about it because I was so confused that like literally your after I gave birth, it was so flat. Yes. Because I actually had like a little bit of a butt. Same. And then I was like, where I've did I go? I've always had a butt. And I yeah. was like, what happened? It's like your pelvic floor becomes weak and it like, like pulls. Overcompensates. It literally okay. like pulls. Yeah, yeah. And it, that's why like you just have zero ass yeah. after you get. Okay, so I had so I had like fat on my stomach, like that's just what it was before I got pregnant. But then after it just it's different. Like it feels, it feels different. different. Yeah, it feels really no mus- there's flabby. No muscle. Yeah, because before yeah, I had some muscle under my fat. Well, and also like, you're having you now have ab separation. Yeah, yeah. Which it, like that is more like, everything just is more jiggly. Yeah, you know. Yeah, like I, I. feel feel good and but then I like look in the mirror and I'm like I don't know if that is ever gonna look like how I wanted to again you know and that's okay but like it just changes you in so many ways it really does yes it that's really does. funny that someone actually put I know I, I love it. that um humbling powerful exhausting those are good mm-hmm. sweet frustrating fast I like that sweaty swollen sensitive <laughs> the s's <laughs> and then last one was what effing happened <laughs> 
There were a couple. Did they say like, effing what? or did they say the actual? They said effing, okay. and a couple people said like, "What just happened?" Because it is just like happened. You you kind of when you're coming out of it, which it's I, like a blur. It is. You're like, what? Yeah, what especially was that? in your situation, and it, it's just like I think it is your your brain just like blocks it out. Kind yeah, of. yeah. I mean, what it's just, just happened? what just happened. It's crazy. <laughs> okay, um, I asked, "What is a postpartum tip you would give an expected mama?" Um, well, I'm going to run through these really fast because I know yeah. we're, we have a long episode right now. So if you're exclusively pumping, get a pump you can be mobile with, mm. um, which there's lots of wearable pumps now. And yes. I will say, because I'm in an exclusive pumping group, um, which any Facebook groups you join are like 10% helpful, 90% just like overwhelming and stupid. But I did find out because so many of those popular ones like the Willow and um, yeah. LV. the LV. Yeah. There are so many options on Amazon that are so much cheaper, and people say they do the exact same thing. Well, and I know people that say that they don't do a suction very well. So I definitely – everyone's different. I yeah. have a Willow. I'm going to sell it because it did not give me the output that my Spectre does. Yeah. Um, I feel like the ones that plug in the wall, they, they just have more. Yeah, the Spectre one's like the the hospital grade. That's what mine was but, too, and it just – But I have friends who have wearables as like their love main it. pump, and that's fine. So I think so it just depends. Interesting. Um, your spouse is your partner. Don't be afraid to ask for help. Mm. Allow yourself to rest in bed on the couch for the first few weeks. And then just so many people said, like, ask for and allow for help. Like, yeah, it's, so which good. is way harder to do than. Then it's easier said than done. It is. Yeah. Um, A couple people said the silverettes for breastfeeding. What's that? Okay. This is like this new. This is also in the pumping group that I'm in. It's these little silver discs. And you like put them in your bra and it supposedly like heals them magically, especially if you put like a little bit of breast milk in them. Interesting. They're expensive. If you get like true silverettes, they're like 70 bucks. I'm trying to think there was something that we used to use in the hospital that was made with that kind of stuff. It was like literally silver. I wonder if it's yeah. the same. So they, I've seen them like everywhere. I didn't end up getting them, but people swear by them. Wow. That's news to me. Um, setting boundaries. Freedom mom, all the things. Get all the freedom mom things. Get it all. I retweet that. They're <laughs> so amazing. You need to get Stock Neil, and Frida. Neil literally the other day was like, we should have bought Stock, Stock and Frida. Stock and Frida. It's genius. Because um, we just got the, because it's the freedom mom and Frida baby, and we just got the cradle cap kit that we oh, use on, on roads. I didn't know they did that kind of stuff. It is, um, it literally has cleared it in two times of use. You guys it. do. You could literally have a, com- you could do a commercial. You could do a commercial I don't Frida. know who is in charge of Frida, but they're, they're killing They're it. making, they are absolutely making <laughs> Whatever Why they should. Why can't we cut with something like that? I know. Um, be honest with yourself and your doctor. Taking meds for help is not shameful. Amen. Amen. We 100% agree with that. Yep. Take it slow and remind yourself you just grew and birthed an entire, entire human. This is a big deal. Yes. I'm going to say something really quick to that. Yeah. Like, I think someone once told me, like, it takes nine months to mm-hmm. literally grow a baby. It will take at least nine, nine months, months to, yeah. like, feel yourself again. For yeah. me, it has been even longer. Yeah. So for some people, it's not. But just give yourself grace in that. Absolutely. Um, I really liked this because I think this is so true. Do not set schedule or expectations for the first six to eight weeks. Babies call the shots at first. That's good just to go ahead and lay the law yeah. that that is the thing. I mean, he's still calling the shots. And yeah. Yeah. And this, I think just like knowing that expectation is really helpful. Yes. Um, I just thought this was a really good point. Give yourself so much grace. The fact that you are reading the books, asking the questions and stressing shows that you care. At the end of the day, it will all be okay. But Aww. I liked the, I like that, that like shows that you do. The care. stressing, it starts to like wear on you, but it does, it just 
means you just you're a good love mom. your little, you're your a little good people mom. so much. Yeah. Yeah. And you're just doing the best that you can do. Yes. I love that. Um, okay. Some things that people wanted us to discuss. We won't hit all of these, but I thought this was a good question from, this is from one of my friends who's pregnant. Which aspect of postpartum would you suggest preparing for the most? Feeding, healing, mental health, et cetera. Wow. That's a really good question. Yeah. Um, so I know what my answer would be because feeding was very easy. Like yeah. it just was easier for my kids. I know that's not the case, but it was. My kids just both latched. So I would definitely say mental health. See, feeding was hard for us and I would still say mental health. Yeah. So that's so interesting that we mm-hmm. both would say that. But I think I think because your mental health, like it really dictates, dictates everything. Yeah. And I really wish like I would have – gone to a therapist during pregnancy Mm -hmm. or even like right after giving birth because even though you don't realize it like there are so many things going on in your brain and like things that are happening that you don't recognize it like postpartum anxiety I didn't realize that was what it was happening but if I had been talking to somebody I may would have realized that so I would definitely say that I would say that too I wish that I I wish now looking back, I wish that Neil and I had come up with like a code word, which I feel like we, I feel like maybe Amanda talked about in her she did. postpartum. Yeah. Because there were a couple of days that I was super emotional and I like, especially when I was like pumping, trying to figure out feeding that I needed like a reality check yeah. and I like knew it, but I couldn't voice it. Yeah. And I, and it, it's well, you don't so, want to admit it sometimes it's too. so hard to just yeah. be like, I'm not okay. Like help. I'm having yeah. a really hard time. Yes. I wish we just had a code word like goat or something yeah I, know. Well, I think that like it tra- takes tremendous bravery to say i need help yes. because like especially as moms we just like want to think that we can handle it yeah. all but like you have to know when you can't and like i'm yes. speaking to the choir because i don't do this a lot of the times yeah. but like i think amanda talked about like n- having one person that you know and trust and that knows you really well right. to like and call you out and be like you're not okay well and it's really hard to talk about it when you are so emotional that like because i would start to talk about it and then mm-hmm. i like would start crying and mm-hmm. i couldn't express it yeah so i feel like if i i should have been better about saying like code word or like these are questions that you should ask me so i can maybe even just like yes or no questions that i couldn't even like articulate but i will say like now that you've gone through it once like i did know things to look for a little bit more in the second time like and david did for sure yeah yeah. because he would be like go outside like take a take a deep breath because like he knew what it was like when i didn't do that so yeah, I would definitely say mental health. Well, on that same note, any ideas of things to do with an infant for mama's mental health besides walks? Um, with the baby? Mm-hmm. Um, I think, like, being, for me, being around other friends, yeah. like, just, it was really hard because both Sayla and River were in 2020, mm-hmm. and it was very isolating that yeah. we weren't around other people. I yeah. think that, like, with Faye, like, getting around other people was helpful for me. Yeah. But I'm an extrovert. So, like... See, I'm not. And I actually really... I've learned now, having two babies, like, I actually really don't enjoy being around a lot of people in those yeah. early weeks. Like, yeah. it feels very overwhelming to me. Yeah. Um, Because just having a baby needs so much is sucking so much energy out of me that I don't have a lot to, like, be around other people. Yeah. So one of my friends actually messaged this, and I was like, oh, I did this with Sale a lot more, not with Rhodes, but I think it would be really good for a first-time mom, too. I would say if you're an extrovert, even if you're not, you do need to be around other people. Yeah. But she, she said I, at least two or three times a week, would get in my car and put on my favorite songs 
and go get myself a little treat, even if it was yeah. just like a Diet Coke from Chick-fil-A. Starbucks. Yes, but yeah. it's like, it is that, there's something about driving that like, I don't know, when I get in my car and there's certain songs that I would like dance to and like sing yeah. out loud and like that was so me by myself. But you're talking about with your baby too. Yeah. See, like, my kids never liked the car. Oh, they would yeah. just scream, so yeah. I couldn't do That's that. true. <laughs> but if your baby loves the car, your baby loves 100%. the car, then yeah. yeah, like just go get in the car and play your favorite podcast, your favorite music. Something about music too. Yeah. It's like if you can find something that takes you back, like to college or like windows down. Yeah, like a happy going. time in your yes. life. Like play songs that you're yeah. gonna sing out loud. Go get a little physical treat for yourself. Yes. Get yourself a little mental treat. Yeah, I love that. Take a little drive around. I think that's great. I think you just have to know, like, maybe just pick out a couple of things before you give birth yeah, and yeah. then just, like, make that our priority each week. Yes. <laughs> yes. Just do it. I'm also going to link our new mom challenges, which is our very first episode ever. Because yeah. we talked about that stuff a lot. Yeah. I, like, forget about what we talked about in that I episode. I know. Yeah. We talked a lot about – it wasn't it wasn't really postpartum, but it was just, like, having a newborn. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I want to go back and listen to I it, know, too. Me too. Okay. I'm trying to think what, what yeah, other which ones, ones are these. Yeah, which ones do you want to say? Um, letting go of mom guilt if breastfeeding doesn't work. Mm. Absolutely. We support that a million percent. 100%. And again, yeah. I think we we should do a feeding episode this yeah. this season. Well, you know, it's so funny because I was talking to my friend yesterday about this. It's like, even though, like, I'm in full support of breastfeeding and I think it's really great for the baby, I'm not convinced that it really makes a big difference. <laughs> Uh, I mean, because River was breastfed for a long time, and that kid got sick the first year of his life. He was more sick than any other kid. I, I, not convinced. I know. I'm like, I know, baby. Same thing. Babies who have been sick all the time on formula. Babies who've been sick. Yes, I just don't. I have not seen a correlation yet. No, but like, do whatever. Like, I, I did love breastfeeding, but like, I still, I love formula too. Yeah. There's no, there's literally no right or wrong answer. Yes. And if anyone tells you that there is, and then they I, are wrong. Yeah. They are wrong. And say goodbye. Um, uh, So I think the last thing we should talk about, because there was a couple of versions of this, was just like bounce back, postpartum body, yeah. Yeah. all of that. Yeah. What would you say about all that? Well, it's so interesting because I like posted that reel today. And like, honestly, to me, that was, that's part of bounce back culture too, is the mental health part yes, of it. Or like going totally. and doing like, just feeling like yourself. Yeah. A physical side apart, I'm talking like mentally and emotionally, like it did not, it took, it's taken me almost a year or yeah. if not longer to feel, and it's not even like, it's not bouncing back. It's me yeah. putting in hard work yeah. to like feel like myself yeah. again. Um, so I, we've talked about this before. What episode was that we talked about bounce back? Body image or we talked about some. We did a body image one. Then we yeah. also did one last season about just like, uh, the mental aspect of yeah. it. Yeah. Didn't we? Um, I know we did. Yeah. But I, I'm gonna I wanted to say this. I follow this girl and she her little boy just turned one and she talked about this the other day on her Instagram. She said, I don't fit in any of my clothes, yeah. you know, pre baby and I don't care. She's like, I bought all new clothes. She yeah. said, I stopped trying to fit in my other clothes. Yeah. My body is forever changed and that's okay. I'm still breastfeeding. Like it was really really encouraging for me to see because i'm like she wasn't trying she yeah. wasn't trying she wants to be healthy she's really healthy but she was not trying to fit into a mold that yeah. she was because yeah. you're forever changed yeah and i think that was like a very powerful message of yeah. like you are forever changed like if you want to work hard to have specific goals that's okay too yeah. and be healthy but like it's also okay to just relish in this postpartum stage and just like enjoy the new self your yeah. new self that, i mean that's why i mean because like my stomach looks totally different. And again, I wasn't like a stick thin person before I got pregnant, but I still look different. 
and like stretch marks. Like I didn't have yeah. any during pregnancy. And Yours then came afterwards. Mine right? came afterwards, yeah. and they are all over my stomach. They like go down onto my vag, like, yeah. and they're purple, and they are, you know, I know they'll eventually turn white, but they are like I if I wore a bikini, it would be like all. I mean, it's just there's no hiding them. Yeah, and. It's signs of life. I just don't care. Like, I'm just like, I I could care. Like, if you catch me on, like, a wrong day, like, I could care. But I'm trying to look at it as, like, my body did something amazing. Incredible. Like, truly amazing. And I need to figure out how to love this version of myself. And it's the same thing as, like, I could mentally be, like, man, I was so like in this happy, naive place in college, like mentally, like, but I'm not going to, I'm not going to like mourn the version of myself that I used to be. Right. Because I'm better, wiser, smarter, like Mm -hmm. all of these things. And the same with my body, like my body has experienced infertility, infertility treatments, and now like pregnancy and, and birth and traumatic birth and recovering and all this stuff. And it's like, my bar, my body is better, smarter, wiser. Like yeah. my body has seen some shit. Yeah, and it's I maybe want a little body. weathered, but I want that. I want that body. Yeah. I want that body. Even I want that body. Like before I had, before I was pregnant, like yeah. the body that had carried me through infertility because it's a better body. Like and it's it has, where it's what's gotten you to where you are now. It yeah. has, and it is the body that I will like tell stories to my kids, my daughters about, and like you know, it's just like. There's something to it, and it doesn't look the same, but, like, what a privilege. Mm-hmm. Like, that's what I keep going back to, too. When I, and also talking about, like, aging. Like, we would all be so daggum lucky to be covered in wrinkles. And, like, we are lucky to be covered in stretch marks and to be flabby because you it, carried is a, life. it is a gift. Yeah, it so is. Like, it is a privilege to have stretch marks. It really is. It's a sign of life and that you get, like you carried yes. life. And it's, it's again, it's like you said, it's not bad to yeah. want to feel healthy and strong. Goals. Yeah. But I just I think the idea of like I want to look and feel how I did before, like what you said, you're a different person. Yeah. Like you're just you're not going to. Grace said something really powerful to me today. She was like, you know, figuring out who you are, it's not outside of motherhood, it's in addition to motherhood. Yes. And I think that is physically, emotionally, mentally, it's everything. Cause like you are changed forever, like physically, emotionally, mentally, everything. It's like, so figuring out like who you are in this next stage in addition to with like your being a mother, like, you know, you'll, you'll never be, you'll never be the same, No, but who are you now? Like this beautiful new part of you and like embracing it and being okay with it and loving yourself through it all. I think that's like what it's all about. Yeah. And like, Screw anyone who is trying to push them. Makes you feel down like you, yeah, yeah, or makes you feel like you need to be somewhere where you're not. Yes, or... because again, this body that you have now is it's it's different in so many great ways. I would encourage you to like if you are following anybody on Instagram or like anybody that makes you feel yeah just like less than or like you should be in a different place in your life or yeah. like in your journey. Just unfollow. Unfollow. And if it's I someone, I've honestly done that. 
to if a lot it's of someone that you recently. can unfollow you can mute people yeah you can mute i them. have a lot of people muted yeah and i think that like you that is a sign of maturity that yes. you are like choosing you can to recognize not, yeah. yeah you can recognize that you need to step yeah. away yeah i did that so much especially like while trying to get pregnant like yeah so much muting and yeah. following i didn't even know you could i think you told me you could mute people yeah it's great and it does <laughs> so that cause, because there's some people that you can't unfollow because yeah. of a relationship or whatever yeah. but it's just you may to not need to see their things in your timeline and you yeah. can mute their stories and their posts or either or whatever and it's no one has to know yeah no one has to know no <laughs> so one will ever know <laughs> Okay, that was that long, was but like it's we knew that was going to be a little yeah, bit longer. You can't yeah. just sum it up in just a few words. No, you really cannot. Okay, let's do things we're loving. I know you go first because okay. I need to. If you have something, I have. I have one. I got to think of my other one. So my one is, I did get some new shoes for working out since Ooh. I was getting back in the gym. I hadn't gotten new tennis shoes in forever, and um, my nine month pregnant belly I wore those tennis shoes down that I had even though I wasn't working wearing? out I can't remember which ones you had I just had some like Adidas thing I don't remember what they were they were like the cloud foam ones oh yeah I love those I do like I those I but I had them for way too long yeah so I got some ultras Ooh. um which are I think they have like hiking shoes yeah like all kinds of stuff but they have like workout shoes tennis shoes and they have the wide toe box and I have oh. wide feet and they are the most comfortable. I will never not get them again. Neil's been trying to get me to get them for like forever. Cause he, when he started I running, see that. I don't think I've seen the your new. I'll ones. show them to you. Yeah, they don't look crazy. They definitely are a little more squared off at the top. But um, even if you don't have wide feet, if you do have wide feet, they're perfect. Um, but they're so comfortable, and it gives your toes room to spread out. Yeah, it's just a much better. Especially when you're working out, I feel like you need your toes to be able to spread out to get like you know, yes good it gripping. is a much better workout experience um and then my second thing is um hmm. <laughs> if you have one you go I'm trying to think. okay i do have one um because we just went to the beach and i bought this for river for the beach um we got him a set of headphones like the over the ear yeah we had not done that yet and they're so cute on wow kids they're too. so cute and then we don't have to listen to whatever movie right it's amazing yeah. it's amazing it was like he had to get used to them being on his head yeah. like, he kept wanting to like touch them mm-hmm. and finally we we're like just stop touching them just yes. leave them alone and then once he got it it was like a game changer yes um and i literally found them for like 15 dollars at target and they are so cute and they work really well so. I love it. Sayla <laughs> loves. We'll put Sayla's on sometimes and play music for her. Yes, he and loves then, listening to a CD or yes, something. And she loves just to like walk. I love that she's I love listening to her try and sing when you can't hear the music. It's so cute. It's so cute. Um okay, my second thing is I think I talked about these on the Patreon, but I would talk about them here too. The Heavenly Hunk um oatmeal bites. Yes. They're so my favorite. I, I can't remember if no, you, you have didn't one, tell me about them. Eat. I found them and you saw them and you're like, oh my gosh, I live I for love these things. Them. Yeah. So they're amazing for breastfeeding because they've got oats. Like, they're a good, like, yes. supply booster. But so they're good. also just such an easy, yummy snack. And so it's little, like, it's, like, oatmeal or oats, chocolate chips. There's, like, coconut flakes in them. They're so dense. They like, are. they're so good. I eat two as, like, a snack, and it fills me up. And our friend Amelia told me to microwave them. Game changer. Oh, my gosh. It's, like, it's, it's like a cookie. It's a cookie. It's yeah. so good. But yeah. I've only tried the chocolate chip ones or the dark chocolate ones, but – 
they have a bunch of flavors and you can get yeah. them on Amazon or Costco. Yeah, I was about to say I bought them from Amazon one time and it took forever to get there, but yeah. my dad has a Costco membership so he'll usually like give me a bag whenever he goes. They're so good. They're so I good. think TJ Maxx has them sometimes too. I think I'm too. going to Costco this weekend if you want me to get you some. Yeah, give me a bag. Okay. <laughs> I'll then <I'll> you. <laughs> um, okay, I was just literally thinking about like what I typically like what I'm doing, what I wear a lot. I bought a pair of these Birkenstock <gasps> knockoffs. So, oh, oh, you got knockoffs. These are knockoffs. Where'd you get them from? And, from Amazon. And you find I, the best knockoffs. I have worn these, and I actually found these myself. Yeah. I have worn these literally every day. Yeah. I forgot to pa- pack an extra pair of shoes at the beach, so mm. I literally wore these every day. They are keeping their, like, they are so, they're still very, like, they're not flimsy. You can yeah. tell they're not flimsy. Like, they're amazing quality. Okay. And I think they were, like, $25. Wow. Maybe 30 major yeah. price <laughs> they, from the Birkenstocks. Well, Dave, when David went to Germany, I was like, when my dad went to Germany years ago, they were super cheap over there because yeah. I think they were made over there. He went over there and they were still like $180. And I was out. like, I can't do it for a pair yeah. of like sandals. I know they're really good. But these are great. If yeah, you want to yeah. knock off, they're really, really good. Okay, good to so know. So I'll be wearing these probably with socks too, you know, in the winter. Maybe okay. I'll get some closed-toed ones for this. Go, girl. <laughs> are the clog Birkenstocks coming the back? The clogs are coming back. Dude. That is literally. That's middle school. I mean, oh, it's sixth grade. Sixth grade. Sixth, sixth grade. grade. I would wear those like after a basketball game, slip yeah. those on with my socks on. Like. No, oh, I wear them with like jeans to school. Yeah, and jeans, stuff. everything. Yeah. I can't believe that those are making a comeback. Literally, everything back. is making a they're comeback. They're coming. They're making a comeback, but with like wide leg jeans. Like you know, they're different jeans, but with then yeah, with yeah. The, yeah. I've decided that wide leg jeans are not for me. I've just made the I executive decision, and I'm yeah. just gonna see it through. Like skinny yeah. jeans are. The way to go for me. I don't know if I have a pair of skinny jeans. I want to try them again. The way I love flares though, but I think those are out now. Yeah, I, I and love like, a flare. I love a flare. Yeah, but my body type, it just it, it ain't it for me. I, I just, just think like whatever looks good on you, wear it. Who yeah. cares? I just <laughs> Gen I'm, Z can suck I, it. Gen Z can suck it, and I'm gonna wear my millennial <laughs> fashions because yes. I know what I like because I know what my body likes. Yeah, and, what and I I'm just wearing in. the same clothes I've been wearing for four years. Yes. So I love it. Okay, well that was so fun. That's that on that on postpartum. Yep. See y'all in two, two weeks. weeks. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Don't forget you can find us on Instagram at Spill Mama. And if you have a quick second, give us a like, follow, or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And it would mean the world to us if you would leave us a review. We love hearing from you guys and it helps us grow and get in front of more people. Love ya.